What's the most common command that is found in Scripture? A hint, it's not one of the Ten Commandments. It's also not the commandment to love one another or to love God. It is the command not to be afraid. Here's a sampling of some of the over 300 times this command appears in Scripture. Genesis 15.1 After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your very great reward. God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What is the matter, Hagar? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. That's Genesis 21:17. That night the Lord appeared to him and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. That's Genesis 26, 24. I am the God, I am God, the Father, God of your father, he said. Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for I will make you into a great nation there. That's Genesis 46, 3. The Lord said to Moses, Do not be afraid of him, for I have handed him over to you with his whole army and his land. That's Numbers 21, 34. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? You are my witnesses. Is there any God besides me? No, there is no rock. I know not one. That's Isaiah 44, verse 8. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. That's Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 8. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. That's Matthew fourteen twenty seven. And peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. That's John fourteen twenty seven. Well, that's just a sampling. And today, yesterday, we looked at our passage from the book of Acts and how the first believers gathered together with the apostles when the religious leaders threatened their lives. Now, I read those passages for us today because I want us to have this truth drilled into our hearts and minds. Because the Lord is God, and because He is for us, we need not be afraid. Of course, behind this command of God is the truth about our condition. Fear hangs over our lives like a dark shadow, stealing our peace and seeking to control us. Freedom comes from the Lord. I remember this last week at Granada, we had a memorial service for a member of our church family. His name was Luther Jones. Luther spent his life in ministry serving for 63 years in various capacities. His last 22 years, he spent serving Vitas hospice care with people dying and also coming alongside their families during that time. During COVID-19, when people were not attending church, Luther would be at Granada if the doors were open. He often told me, we cannot live in fear. I understand that many were vulnerable and in danger from the virus. But even then, we do not have to live in fear, as Luther said. But we did, and we often do. We learned yesterday that the antidote to fear 
is prayer. Here's what happened next in our Acts passage. Acts chapter 4, verse 23 to 24. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth, the sea, and everything in them. Now what follows is the prayer of the believers that day. But notice two things about their prayer. First, they prayed together. We not only gain strength from coming to God on our own, but we also find encouragement when we pray with others. We hear the faith of sisters and brothers sharing their prayers, and our own faith is also lifted. It must have been like a swelling chorus of voices and a rising tide of confidence in God. If you pray alone, that's good, but also find time to mingle your prayers and your voice with those of others. We think we're on our own, and being together reminds us that we're not. Others can intercede for us with wisdom to pray that we do not possess. One of the most powerful things to do with others is to invite them to pray. People rarely say no when I make this offer, and not just because I'm a pastor, but because people want prayer. And second, notice that the prayer begins with the sovereignty of God. Yes, when we pray, turning to God, His character and nature is like finding a safe harbor in a storm. The storm may be raging, but you have a safe haven, a place where you can find peace. As you look to God for just a moment, your attention is no longer directed to that which was pulling you down and causing you to be afraid. So do not be afraid. But do take your fears to God and remember His mighty power at work in you. Remember that you can trust God because He is forever faithful. Now many ask, well, how can they trust God? It's because of what we have seen in Jesus, what Jesus has done when He came for us. He not only reassures us and teaches us about the love of God, what He has done for us brings us into fellowship with God who will not let us go. Let's pray. Lord, we can so easily be troubled. Anxiety can shape the way we see almost anything. Teach us to fear not, because we trust in you. In your name we pray. Amen.